Well, hello there. This is Mr. Tizzles. You know, I do enjoy a good scary story. Especially one told in the dark. If you'll excuse me for a moment, I seem to have a trespasser in my small, quaint little home. <laughs> Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where our four investigators have dived into the mystery and madness of Arkham, Massachusetts in the year 1921. I am your Mythos Master, Ariel. And now for manias. My mania is form of OCD. Which is... Which is what? Like OCD what, what is, is the, what is the compulsive OC? disorder. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, it, it manifests itself in yeah. like various different ways. Well, for one, everything has to be in alphabetical order. And numbers have to be in increments of five. Of anything, volume, just anything. Uh, I'm Michelle. I'm playing Millie Oakley. I'm an investigative reporter. And um, my mania would be like Kleenexes or if I'm drying my hands with paper towels, it has to be in increments of three. I'm the same way. Anytime, like at a restroom, like Casey's. It has to be three. Pull one, two, three. I do. And, And you know what's the thing? That's such a waste. Like... What's a oh, waste the- is it's not two more. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tree killer. <laughs> it just it just shocks me but that I mean, it's I'm so serious, random. Like, it's like it has to be three. It's it, like it, it does, but I, and I get mad because I'm like, oh man, I don't you know that don't waste things because you know the environment, and then I have to have three whether I need it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel. I'm playing Fred Lyons, a parapsychologist, and I guess mine's kind of OCD. Like when I eat Starburst, like mini Starburst, I have to eat two of them together and then I have to pair them up by their same color if possible. And sometimes with Skittles, it's the same way. What? These are so random. Like <laughs> Michelle knows about the Starburst one. Yeah. She's it's seen not that, that they're before. weird. It's just it's random. It's like it's it's a main it's something it's a mania. It's a small thing. It's a habit that you can control. I've never. You can't. Well, it's not something that you can't control. It's just it's a it's a a compulsion that you do naturally without thinking about. Like it's something that you know just you do. And you notice it when there's only one tissue left in the tissue box, and you're used to. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do I do now? But yeah, it's full blown midlife <laughs> crisis mode now. Gotta go buy a box of Kleenexes so I can get two more. <laughs> yeah, manias are more just impulses, you know, stuff that you're going to that you do naturally without even thinking about. My name's Mark. <laughs> by the way, uh, I'll be playing the character known as Marcellus O'Neill. Marcellus O'Neill. Yep, Marcellus O'Neill. Attaboy. <laughs> What's your mania? I really don't. I mean, I tap my fingers quite a bit. Even if there's no beat, I will, you know, find my own beat to tap my fingers to. I always fidget with my fingers. I mean, I'm a fidgety kind of person. Yeah, right over there. You sound like you're dying. Uh, I was choking on some beef jerky. <laughs> you good? I'm good. <laughs> don't die on us. We have a podcast to do. <laughs> And You're none the one of us, who runs this. And none of us know how to run no, Call of Cthulhu. I mean, so. I could probably, you know. No. Screw it up. <laughs> no. All right. Well, I am Aaron, and I am going to play Lloyd, the accountant. It's not what the name I heard last time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and I guess my mania is I have an absolute obsession with trying to edit these podcasts that we do down to perfection perfection yeah it never perfection is the only yeah, way to say i it. will spend hours editing these things yeah because i listen to all kinds of podcasts ones that make a lot of money 
and I hear oh, like, thanks, Mark. Crap, <laughs> I hear crap editing in there all the time that I dismiss because I know it's just a podcast. But Aaron takes it to the whole next level of we've got to be a two million dollar TV show budget kind of thing. <laughs> all right, but I guess we should turn it back to the uh, the boss, the boss, the, the the mythos master. You dying over there again? Stuck in my throat. Stop eating beef jerky. It's delicious. <laughs> Get the meat out your throat. <sighs> no more meat in throats. All right. <laughs> Trying not to die. Okay. So where we last left off, Dr. Lyons was in Dr. Hayes' office, sitting down and about to have a talk. So is he going to inquire why I'm here, or do I need to start this conversation with him? Oh, he looks at you and he says, So, Dr. Lyons, do you have any success with the patient? Well, I did have a little bit of success for a little bit before he went back into his ranting and raving about a monster and voices. Yeah, he's been going on about that for several weeks now, but it just recently got escalated to screaming. So he said there was some deaths of other patients? No, there hasn't been a death of any patients for quite a while, except for, of course, health-related issues. We said other people had been hearing the voices, too. Yeah, mass hysteria, I believe. From all the patients have heard the same thing? Have heard the other patients talking about a monster in their head, so now they believe there's a monster in their head. Mass hysteria. So do you have the file on this patient that I was dealing with? Yes. Would you like to see it? Yes, please. Okay, he turns around. So when he turns around, you said that paper sticking out? Mm-hmm. Would I be able to slide that out? With a... No, that's not going to happen if you're going to ask me for a sleight of hand. I will allow sleight of hand or a stealth. That's that's probably still not going to happen. Yeah, that's a 78. That's a no. Okay, well, as he turns around, you're trying to get that paper out. The stack of folders that were on top of it kind of fall over and he turns around and looks at you. Your, your folders were a little off kilter there. I, it was bothering me. Oh. Oh. It I just turns back around, rummaging through. <laughs> can I try and pull it out now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can roll again. Wow, one less. 77. <laughs> I just messed his folders up even more. <laughs> this is really bothering me, Doctor. <laughs> He uh, doesn't pay you any mind. His back is completely turned to you. And he's rustling through... Uh, so he's making noise. Can I just take it out of there then? Yep. I'm going to pocket it. He turns back around with a folder and hands it to you. May I take this with me or do I need to leave this here? In the- well, normally we don't allow that type of information to be taken, but... Seeing as I trust you, just make sure it gets back to me. It's not a problem. It'll be confidential. Of course. Uh, What exactly did you need to talk about? Oh, mostly I just wanted more information on any proceedings that happened. But as you said, there'd been no deaths. Has anybody been missing or anything? Well, we did have a patient go missing the other night. But... Thankfully, we have found him. He has returned. All is well. May I see him? Sure, if you would like to. Sure. So he gets up and he takes you out the office. And you walk down a ways. And you get to a door. He says, he's right in here. I'd prefer you just to look through the window. So I'll look through the window at him? Okay, and you see a man laying on the bed with a blanket pulled up to him. 
It looks like he's sleeping. Can you see any of his features? You can see brown hair and part of a face. It's kind of the side of the face. It looks like a man. Of course he does. <laughs> so why is is he in isolation? No. He's just in his room. So why do you not want him to have visitors? He's a little shaken up over the escape and capture. All right, I'll come back another day. Okay. And see him. Okay. I'll go over this for now and let you know what I come up with. Okay. All right, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to basically head out. Okay. Just tell the charge nurse I'm leaving and go back to my apartment, my place of living. Okay. Now we will come back to Trevor. As you go back to your uh, office, I presume. Yes. Okay. Above the bistro. (laughs) So you are getting into your office. You open the door and you happen to see a man sitting or standing. He's he'll be uh, standing in the corner. Okay. And he does have a fairly large rifle in his hand pointed right at the door. Says, I need you to calmly. Come over, sit down at your desk so I can talk to you. Well, this is definitely not Southern etiquette. And you can drop that whole Southern thing because I know you're not from the South. <clears throat> I learned a lot about you from Boston. I went through a lot of trouble to track you down. Little did you now? Yes. Well, I have you know that I actually am from the South. Where? South of Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Virginia, born and raised, boy. So don't try that shit with me. The hell do you want? Sit down. We'll go over that. Oh, and scoot your chair up against the wall. Not up to your desk. Take the jacket off and drop the gun. So I'm going to take my jacket off and hang it on the hook just on the other side of my door, and I'm going to calmly walk over to my chair and I'm gonna push it against the wall and I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna cross my leg now as far as you're concerned my name's O'Neill alright Marcellus O'Neill there's a man working for you come from Boston name of Benny you come about two months ago three months ago I don't know that's when I lost track of him about three months ago Either way, he probably came to you saying there's a hitman out for him from Boston way. Up the mobs up there have some kind of trouble. Well, <clears throat> I'm that hitman. I don't work for the mob up there. In fact, they're the reason why a lot of them are getting out. Because they're in some hot water, and I'm the reason. I'm pretty sure you've heard the hot water they're in. I may or may not have. Yeah. Well, I'm the one that's taken down half the crime bosses. Been shooting them. Hmm. For my own reasons. But, Benny, last man I'm tracking down. Now I know about your operation down here, I guess you can call it. Charity case. I don't care. All right, you're small fry. I don't give a shit. All right? The only thing I want is Benny. You're going to have him show up at the park tonight. Midnight. He's gonna park, get out of his car, light up a cigarette. That's all he needs to do. So I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna walk over to my liquor cabinet. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Just getting a glass of uh, finest scotch. You want one? No. So I'm gonna pour myself a glass of scotch. I'm gonna do my shaking ice and I'm gonna take a swig. I'm going to put the glass down on the uh, desk, and I'm going to sit on top of the desk. Now, there's three things wrong with the situation that you're in right now, friend. And that is? <clears throat> Number one, you come to the mob boss of Arkham with demands. 
Yeah. Now, I like to consider myself a polite gentleman. Well, I'm not polite, right? I've been through way too much shit. Stepped on too many toads like you to be polite. Toads. That's what we are, huh? Toads. All of you. Now, you might be small fry now. You might be thinking you're doing good. Boston was the same way. Fighting against the corrupt government and the, you know, twisted police officers up there. But they got to running guns and running drugs and shooting innocent people. Killing people by accident. So. So, I want to slide of hand the derringer that's in my pant leg. (laughs) Would you believe it? I got it. 9%. (laughs) I only have 10% in it. (laughs) Yeah. So... Boop, that's a check mark for me. <laughs> so I'm going to slide a hand this Derringer because I'm sitting cross-legged on the desk. What did you gonna... roll, Mark? I rolled a 65. I failed. Okay. So I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to cock it. I'm not going to shoot. I'm going to save. Now, I said I like to be a gentleman. So let's do this as gentlemen. You put your gun down. I'll put my gun down. I'm a man of my word. If you know so much about me, you'll know that. If you think that gun scares me, boy, it don't. See, the funny thing about bullets is it only takes one. Well planned. Right one. here. Right between the eyes. You think you can pull that trigger before I do? I think what we have here is a good old-fashioned standoff. I was a marksman in the trenches, boy. Okay? I shot plenty of motherfuckers just like you. Mm. Cocky little son bitches. Thought they could get one over on me. So I'm going to take a swig of my scotch. Like I said, it's all you need to do. I'll leave you alone after that. We can discuss this as gentlemen. We can discuss this as dead men. I prefer to continue living. I'm more than happy to appease your vengeance. All right. And do it tonight, but the guns go away. I'm sorry, the guns go away right now. I'm walking out of here right now. I came when I had. I came and said what I had to say. Well, the the problem with the entirety of this is, I don't have a Benny here. Now, there is a gentleman that fits this description. Carries a lighter on him, a flip lighter. Well, you just explained half of my crew. This one's got a lucky charm on it. Hmm. Looks like a poker chip number. Like a little poker chip on the side of it. I can't say that I recall anything like that. Well, he'd have come from Boston, like I said, three, two months ago. Somewhere in that range. Asking for asylum. Probably had information about the Boston Mafia. I had a few of those. This is the problem we're running into. I'm willing to help you if you're willing to help me. And? I have a small issue right now with two little girls that are near and dear to my heart. Where is this going? You seem to know your way around a few things here and there. Find out information. So, I'll have my closest advisors look into this for you. I don't like dishonest men, so I'm more than happy to get rid of this man. However, in exchange, you assist me with this matter of investigation. I need to figure out if there really is a man named John bothering my two little darlings. John. John. That's all I have to go on. So... Like I said, I'm not a hitman. I'm only looking to take down Boston. I'm not asking for you to whack anybody. Instead, what I'm asking for is you to assist me to find out information. It's very simple. You come with me tonight. We'll do a little stakeout of our own. 
find information I need, assist me in capturing this person, if in fact they are real, which I am inclined to believe. We will figure out what this man's interest is, and I'll settle my scores there. And by that time, we should have some information about your individual. All right. Sound like a deal? Tonight, 10 o'clock in front of this building. Sounds good to me. Now. And do keep in mind, we'll be riding in my car, so your gun stays holstered. It stays with me. That's fine. But don't point it in my face again. Don't give me a reason. Like I said, you don't scare me. Nothing really kind of scares me anymore. Mm. I just kind of want to do what I need to do. So I'm going to finish my glass of whiskey. And I'm going to slam it on the table. And I'm going to put my Derringer away. I'm going to sit back down in my chair and pull it up to my desk. I'm going to back out of the room. Gun still pointed directly at his head. And back out and shut the door with the barrel. And now a word from our sponsors, Boston's Baked Beans, best baked beans Boston can bake. Hello, this is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. No, Charlie, this is a commercial. What? Crap. Nobody told me that. Well, what are you supposed to do in this thing anyway? Well, Charlie, I'm glad you asked. This is the part where we introduce our new homebrew 5e D&D podcast, The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit, where we explore the homebrew world of Alteris using homebrew rules and homebrew material from the Dungeon Master's Guild. Yeah, sounds boring. I'm out of here. See you later, Charlie. We hope to have you guys come check us out soon. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave sanctioned network including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay. All right, now to Millie. I think that's oh, you no, over there. She wasn't ready. <laughs> okay, what? How did you do after going to the Darcy twins' house? Um. Well, I went home and I uh, wrote up my article for the Arkham paper and turned that in. And I've just kind of been contemplating what the girls have told me, and I was thinking about going to visit. A friend about the situation. Okay. So are you going to call your friend up or are you just going to go to their place? Um, I'll just go to their place. Okay. See if they're home. All right. You go and you knock on the door. That was a very loud fuck that. Do I happen to be home? Yes, it was after the interview. Okay. So, yeah. I'll uh, answer the door, open it up. Hey, you're just the man I wanted to see. Don't hear that often. <laughs> what, what do you need? Uh, Well, I went and seen these uh, two little girls today. They were twins. They were kind of creepy. Like most children. Well, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is different. This is, uh, really creepy, but, uh, they, they're talking about an imaginary friend named John and they showed me this picture. I'm going to, I'm going to hand him the picture. 
looks like some type of monster terribly drawn by apparently creepy kids. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, apparently this imaginary friend told them about this creature and had them draw it. And I just kind of wonder if it's not really imaginary. John, not the creature. And you think me as a doctor of of actual studies knows these things. Parapsychologist? Yeah, but it's mostly, you know, the supernatural. I was wondering if you would investigate further into it with me. I mean, if he's likely harmful. I don't know. We, I want to find out. Does he tell people to kill? I, I don't know. They, I had trouble getting them to open up about him. Apparently, he didn't want them to tell uh, me about him. So how did they get his name? didn't tell me we have to find out like you just said john was his name well they told me his name was john but they wouldn't tell me anything about him or how they knew him or where he lived i just got a name so that's all we have to work with well and a terrible drawing by creepy kids <laughs> and the first name of john listen are you good at your job yeah if Can you i know what i'm doing this out? Well, I was going to go to the parents and just say, hey, you know, here's my friend. We, he's a parapsychologist, and we'd like to talk to the girls and see if we could help. So I have to go talk to creepy kids. That's what you're saying. And their parents. I don't like kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're whispering to each other. <laughs> she started. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I appreciate your help. So, when are you wanting to do this? Now's good. I guess I'll drop all I'm doing. Oh, that's great. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. So, are you driving or am I driving? Uh, I'll drive. Come on. That's fine. I got something I'm going to look over Why we're going. Okie dokie. So, I'm going to look over that guy's case. And then, what is that? The paper that had the other guy's name on it? What is that? It is like, I lost my train of thought. Is it like a bio of it? Yeah, kind that's... Of, like yeah. they would just have, is it more than, like it's what he's there for and everything within the asylum? Yeah, and like age and all that stuff. Okay. So I'll have that, of course, with this file. But when I do turn the file in, that one won't go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so you two are heading out. I'm coming back to... You two. And what are you two doing now? Is it nighttime? It's evening. It's getting close to nighttime now. Um, Marcellus will um, be on the um, street corner playing his cello. Okay. He'll have his case like set behind him. He'll be uh, sat in a chair playing a cello on the street corner. Uh, I'll roll for it. <laughs> see if they had like performance or something. They, um, the most I can get is art, craft, uh, cello performance or whatever. Okay. I got it. Sweet. Well, you sit there and play beautifully. And you gather a small crowd of people standing there and listening to you play. And I'll basically sit there um, performing until about uh, 9.50 and then close my case, put everything back, close my case up and then stand in front of the uh, in front of the bistro across the street. Okay. I'm going to be cleaning my guns (laughs) and I'm going to get uh, a couple of my men to take some of the less 
shall we say, fantastic cars out on the street we will be doing the stakeout in. Okay. And I'm just going to sit and wait. Okay. Well, we'll fast forward and it's the time. So I'm going to pull up in my Phantom. Boy, um, you do know stakeout means blending in, right? And this Phantom, it's got to be the one, like, the only one within 200 miles. Now, don't you worry. We're going to go ahead and take care of that. Just go ahead and hop on in. You know, it was way too easy to find out who you were, right? For you. Yeah. But there's this thing called the police. I'm pretty sure they're cracking down on shit like this. Not here. Not me. <sighs> Get right. in the car. We got places to be. All right. And I'll carefully place the cello between him and I with the the lid of the case facing me. So we're going to drive to the AOK machine shop. Okay. You pull up to the AOK machine shop and you see one of the doors open and people working inside on a car. So I'm going to walk on up to the door since it's 10 o'clock at night. It's probably locked up tight and I'm going to give it a little. She said that one of the doors is open. I thought you said it was nine. Ten. Yeah, it's ten. Well, then never mind. The door, the garage doors are shut. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> you do see a light on in like the office area. Okay, so I'm gonna rat a tat tat on the door. I'm gonna step out with my cello in hand. <clears throat> okay. After a few seconds, the door opens. Oh, hey, boss, what's up? Mm, did you get that car ready for me? Of course I did. Right, you go ahead and take the Phantom on in and. Uh, Put her on the lift. Give her a good check once over. You don't have to do it tonight. Sometime tomorrow will be nice as well. Understood, boss. Bring the car around back and uh, we'll go ahead and take it from there. Okay. So he goes and mm-hmm. after a few minutes then says it's all ready. All right. So we're going to head on back to the car. The junky car. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll get into the back seat and put my cello uh, in the back seat with me, open it up, and uh, pull the back out of it and get my rifle out. Okay. So I assume you get in the car and Mm -hmm. go. Okay. Yep. We're going to pull on up in front of the house in the most inconspicuous manner possible. Roll... We're gonna shut it off and coast in. <laughs> I guess roll a stealth. Mm. Let's see. Oh, um, would you have it? That's a fail. <laughs> Fifty-five out of forty. Mm-mm. Okay. Can I? Can I press it? Yeah. Ooh. Makes it hard. <laughs> 93 wow <laughs> should just let sleeping dogs lie I should have because now it's just going to be worse well since it's darker I would like to roll a stealth for myself to kind of hide myself in the back seat to where people won't be able to see two people in the car nearly as bad okay so. oh. that is 30 under 60 Okay. Right. Well, as you guys sit there for a little bit, it's been not quite an hour. I'll have you roll me spots. All right. Um, Does using a field glass like give me like an advantage of any kind, or it's basically like a you know one-sided binocular kind of thing? Like a, teles- um, like a tiny telescope. It didn't really say in the book, and I was just like, I was wondering if it did anything. It probably would on in like daylight or mm-hmm. a well-lit area. 
But since it's dark. But it's, yeah, and it's not a very well-lit area. Alrighty. Well, that's 2,425. <laughs> I got a 48 through. out of 50, so we're good. Okay. Both skated it by it. Skated through. So as you guys are sitting there, it's getting kind of boring. You happen to see behind the house what appears to be light coming from what you would assume would be a flashlight. You see it shining around in bushes. Um, I'd like to hop out of the car, uh, put the bayonet on the end of the rifle, and stealth up to the house. Okay. Roll with me a stealth. Uh, that is a 50 under 60. Okay. I'm not going to stealth because I am not good at that. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to disguise myself as a walking passerby. Passersby. Passersby. And once you have it, I passed. 41. Out of 50. <laughs> okay. So are you walking like in front of the house? Uh, no. Gonna walk just on the other side of the road. Like where we But parked. in front, what, like? Well, yeah, yeah. In front, in front of the front house, of the house but yeah. across the street. Okay. All right. So you do that. You do that. What are you doing from there? Um, I'm basically gonna, like, try to sneak through the bushes to where the flashlight is shining around. To see if I can spot anything. Okay. You need I need another. you to roll another one for getting into the bushes. Alright. Oh no. It is 83 over 60. Okay. So you manage to go through the grass. So as soon as you get into the bushes, you step on a twig and the lights instantly flash at you. Right. Am I in the bushes? Or yeah, so they're kind of shining at the bushes right now, mm-hmm. but in like your direction. Oh shit! And the lights are getting brighter as they are walking towards you. Um, can I try to press the roll? Mm. Now I would say no because they've already heard you. You could probably try and sneak, like, you could probably, I would allow it to sneak further from the bushes. Further into the bushes mm-hmm. to try to hide? Alrighty. Alright, that's 13 under 60. Okay. So, so you managed to squeeze through the bushes a little further. <laughs> do I see these flashlights pointing in a general direction now? You do. Okay. So I'm going to run over that way. Okay. No stealth or anything? No stealth or anything. Okay. So, as they're approaching the bush where you were, Mm -hmm. there's two of them. One of the lights shine towards you, Mm -hmm. while the other one is still fixated on the bush. Where I was. I got hand on gun. Okay. Well, it says, stop. Stop right there. Excuse me. What are you doing snooping around here? None of your business. I think it is. And the other one, as you're talking, is going through the bushes now. Looking through the bushes. Can I see who these people are? Uh, You've gotten a little closer. Mm Mm-hmm. You can make outlines because the light is shining directly at you and it's not a very well lit area. Okay. So you could make an outline of a figure and then an outline of another figure Mm -hmm. shining into the bush. No defining features of the outline, though? Not really. I mean, they're, well, the one, because the other one's kind of hunched down, is about six foot tall. Hmm. Give or take. Looks to be a, of a more, not super muscular, but a bigger belt. So, assume a belt of a man. So, I'm going to pull out both revolvers. 
and point them low and ready. And I'm going to say, if you're not the proprietor of this land, I suggest you make a move elsewhere. Whoa, whoa, he sticks his hands up a little bit. Easy there, buddy. We're just looking for our dog. He'd gotten out. We heard some rustling in the bushes. Hmm. Just looking for her dog. Awful demanding for people who are looking for a dog. You're the one pointing the gun at me, sir. You're also the one that told me to stop. Remember that phrase, boy? Uh, yeah. I saw somebody running towards me. Mm Mm-hmm. Awful authoritative voice. Can I... Thank you. See if they're lying? Yeah, roll... Uh, psychology. I was just about to ask if I could do the same. You can. That's a pass. That's can a you see them from where you are in the bush? Yeah, I would. I would keep an eye on them, like because okay. yeah. I have my not up at my shoulder, but my rifle is like in a position where I can quickly snap up and fire if I need to. So yeah, twenty-seven out of forty-five. Nope, that's seventy-three over ten. Okay, you can't really tell from where you are in the bush. They're facial features but you as you've gotten a little closer the lights kind of you can kind of see Mm -hmm. the face a little bit more uh can i see what kind of clothes they're wearing yeah give me one second okay you can tell that he's not exactly telling all of the truth and now that you're a little closer and you can see they are wearing um, like orderly clothes. Mm. I knew it. That's what I was thinking too. Say so I knew Okay, it. so what were you asking again? If I could see what kind of clothes they were wearing. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not with it right now. So, yeah. So, yes, so, you see that too. Are you boys together? I'm going to step out of the bushes with the rifle up to my shoulder <laughs> and say, when's the last time a couple of orderlies were Whoa. looking for dogs? You know, I was just about to ask that, kind sir. The other man that was hunched looking in the bushes stands up and he's got No his quick hands movements up. now. I've got an itchy trigger finger. He's not lying. Now you boys are going to answer his questions mm. and you're going to answer them truthfully. You got these boys so I can put these heavy hand cannons down? Yes. Would any of you you. like to roll an intimidation check? I would, actually. Yeah. You go ahead and take it. Intimidation is my kind of style. (laughs) Except now, because that's uh, 63 over 45. All right, I'll take a whack at it. That is a 21 out of 40, so yeah. Okay. So, hold on. So, like, okay, okay. Jeez. Now, my friend asked a very specific question. What the hell is a couple of orderlies doing out here looking for a dog? You see the one that was originally talking to you kind of look around a little bit. Listen, you heard about that escaped patient from the asylum? I've heard rumors. I have now. Okay. Well, see, I'm going to lose my job saying this. He wasn't exactly found. Oh, Jesus. So we're out looking for him right now. How dangerous is is this guy? And what's his name? That's my next question. He's not dangerous at all. Really, he's not. His name is uh, Marcus Stanton. Marcus, Marcus Stanton. Stanton. Yeah. Does this Mr. Marcus Stanton happen to have a middle name? I'm sure he does. And of course you don't know it, do you? Uh, no, do you? He looks at his partner. I, I, I think it's John. That son of a bitch. <laughs> so you're telling me that um, the imaginary person you're looking for is a loony talking to a couple little kids. Looks like a loony doesn't want to live very long. We're not not here to cause trouble. Could you please put the guns down? Please. 
Well, as long as you two boys can promise you're not going to cause any fun of business. Because we're just looking for the guy. If you happen to rub me the wrong way, just know my friend here and I pull our guns faster than you can say shit. As I've seen. We'll go ahead and lower our guns, I think. That's the gentlemanly thing to do. Mm. It's no can do on my part. Hmm. Well, my friend is independent. Like I said, I'm paranoid. I got a lot of enemies and a lot of people I've uh, ticked off, so. Would you do me a favor, friend? Go ahead and take a gander in that bush. I, I got a sneaking suspicion there's something in there them little girls and wouldn't, uh, wouldn't make mention to me earlier. Well, how about you boys drop the flashlights? Get they on out of here. Drop them right out of their hands. Get on out of here. Go back to where it is you're going. Say that, uh, you know, you guys couldn't find him or whatnot, and try again. You're gonna try again tomorrow, and we'll take it from here tonight. You're you're not gonna shoot us in the back. No. Do you know who the hell I am? Uh, no, sir, I don't. Mister Montgomery. Oh, if they got a fucking roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, Have it's kind of dark out here. Ever shot a man in the back before? I'm not worried about <laughs> you. Well, this is my associate. We're Has any so. of my associates ever shot a man in the back before? I, 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 I wouldn't call us associates quite yet, but... And that's why we're terrified. I'm not going to shoot you in the back. Just leave before I lose my patience. He looks at the other guy. The other guy looks at him and... They take off. Take off running. So I'm going to pick up one of their flashlights. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to start searching through the uh, bushes. Okay. Where are you searching? Where the girls uh, were looking around earlier in the day. Okay. Roll me a spot. That is a fail. It's an 86 out of 50. Okay, you're looking around. You don't seem to find anything other than you do see a few rocks Mm -hmm. around. I'm going to go ahead and sling the gun across my back and pick up the other flashlight and kind of half-ass look. I'm no good at spotting, so... In what... uh, Where are you looking? Um, About where they were looking uh, before I uh, interrupted them. With the twig snapping. Okay. Uh, nope, that's 56 over 25. Okay. Yeah, you don't happen to find anything. Well, after this, I'm going to go knock on Before the door. Before you take off, I'm going to... Uh, is there any abandoned... Like, is there any abandoned houses, buildings, anything around? Well, that's exactly what we're about to take care of, my friend. What? So I'm going to knock on the door. Okay. The front door? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a... You knock. A few minutes go by. You see a light flick on. hmm And door jerks open. Now, who the hell... Oh. I uh, do apologize. I'm, I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry. Oh, it's quite all right. It is quite late. I have a mere favor to ask of you. Okay. Go and tell the boys that we need a... Established search party around the city. We're looking for a... Uh, do you happen to catch that fellow's name? I don't remember shit. <laughs> I can't remember the name. I didn't get a chance to write it down. <laughs> the name of the... Yeah, the, the crazy dude. Crazy dude. Marcus Stanton. Marcus Stanton. Tell him we're looking for an escaped uh, loony. Marcus Stanton. Okay. Tell him to keep it on the hush-hush. Uh, yeah, understood. Them. Take him back to the deli. Is there any uh, abandoned houses, buildings close by? You got a crawl space, mm. shed, anything? Not around here. We do have a crawl space under the house. Uh, not really abandoned houses around this area. Hmm. Is there anything close by? You know, within a few minutes walk, someone might be able to hide in. Uh, let me think. Well, I'm sure there are. 
<clears throat> There's a few sheds around here. Yeah. Need me to write them down for you? If you could. Okay. He goes inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he's taking care of that, I'm going to hail the guys that I had already stationed out here. I'm going to hail one of them down to go check the crawl space here. Okay. Nope. I'll just wait for the name, like the places, names, addresses, whatever is going to, you know. Okay. He comes back a little bit later. Piece of paper. So, so I jotted down a few places that, that I can think of where anybody would hide. Did you, did you find anything out, boss? I did. You tell your girls to stop talking to John. I knew it. I know. Don't you get all pissy on me. They're little girls. All yeah. right. They're going to have a big imagination. And to them, it's just a friend. But from now on, keep them inside. Don't let him outside. Is it a nasty pervert? I don't think so. All we know is he escaped the he escaped the asylum. That's it. If I get my hands on him. Now I told you. You're gonna watch turn him back tipper. into the authorities and not listen to what he's saying. Man doesn't know what he's doing. He's out of his mind. You're gonna turn him back into the authorities, which is the right thing to do. If I hear otherwise we're going to have problems. I don't know why the hell you keep assuming that I do things dirty here. You told him to take him to a deli. Now, I've worked with plenty of you mob types to know mm. that delis are usually a place where people get fingers and toes cut off. <clears throat> that may be the way they do it in Boston, but that is not how we do it here. And I'm you would be safe to quit assuming things. Well, when it comes to you mob types, I just assume the worst. Because that's all you guys are capable of. So what I have a discussion with him and why he had to seek refuge in such a place. That's all. You send him my way. We'll talk. We'll send him back to where he belongs. Understood, boss. Hmm. Uh, do you need anything else? That's it. You get yourself some rest. That list of sheds. We'll check them out. Hmm. You, you told me to go inform people. Give them a call. I know it's late. Give them a call. Tell the boys to rally up. Send them out looking abandoned buildings, warehouses, the typical A spots. Okay, boss. Hmm. Well, we got some sheds to search, so let's go. Yeah, he shuts the door. Okay, now back to Millie and Fred. Now, this will be back in time in the evening when you had left to go to the Darcy household. And when you arrived, they weren't home. Okay, but before we leave, I'd like to check the bush where the little girls were at earlier that day. Okay. What area? Oh, just kidding. You just said that. So, um, roll me a spot. Seven. Okay. So as you're searching, you happen to find a piece of ripped cloth. Okay, what color and is it? And the uh, color of it is a gray. And if you roll me an intelligence check, I might tell you more. Mm-mm. Nope, I got yeah. a 68 and that's 45. Okay, so you just happen to find a piece of gray cloth. Okay, I'm going to hold in, hold on to it. I'll stick it in my pocket. Okay. Are you just searching the property for some random reason? Is it because they have creepy kids? It's because the girls were messing around in this bush earlier before I left. I wanted to see what they were looking for. Well, they were probably doing creepy stuff. Because that's what kids do. Are you finished? No, I've never finished. Okay. They could be monsters. We'll, come, we'll, we'll leave and we'll come back later. Okay. Or tomorrow. So are you guys going to end up coming back later? Uh, Sure, since she hasn't wasted enough time. <laughs> wow. So much fun. <laughs> I'm a doctor after all. Oh my gosh.
of ghosts. Okay, so you guys plan on coming back later. You end up coming back around. You s- said it was 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. Okay. So you guys come in, end up coming back a little after 10. And I need you two to roll me spots. 12 out of 52. Oh, 52 and then it's 25, so nope. Okay, so you end up seeing two men with flashlights walking. Over by the house? Yeah, like away from the house. So I'm going to let her know. So there's two men over by the house. Flashlights look pretty suspicious. Hmm. Maybe you should see what they're up to. Yeah, let's go check it out. Okay, are you guys, like, stealthing or anything? Do you want to be sneaky? Sure. Sneak a sneak. Yeah, we'll sneaky sneak over Okay, there. roll me a stealth. So I'm just going to watch her as she stealths ahead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my goodness, I missed it by four. I'm not stealthy. Exactly. So you two, as you're walking to go check out some of the sheds, you hear somebody approaching from behind you. I'm going to whip around and aim my rifle in the general direction and say, you better step out from wherever you're hiding or you're going to get a bullet. I suggest you listen. My friend's got an itchy trigger finger. Are you shining the flashlight? Mm -hmm. You recognize her right away. Son of a bitch. When the hell are you going to learn to mind your own damn business? Me? You about got your damn head blasted off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who the hell is this? Some nosy ass reporter. A reporter? Mm. Oh, hell no. You got to (laughs) go. What are you doing here? It's this isn't a- your property. No, you Oakley don't live go. here. Hell no, Oakley, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. What I'm doing here is none of your business either. <clears throat> and what I'm doing here is none of your guys' business. You know, and you back there, you might want to come up too. I'm back by like the car. Yeah, I can see you all the way back there. Apparently, he you are all about minding your own damn business, ain't you? This thing, this is my business. This is my business. That's all I ever hear from you. This rifle has a range of about a half a mile, and I'm good for it. So, might want to come up quick. I'll walk up there. Okay. Well, as you four are standing there, I want you all to roll me listens. Because I'm just so good at that. Nope. That's a 78 out of 55. 20 out of 20. I hear nothing. Nailed it. Okay, so you, Mark, are the only one that hears rustling to your right and some bushes behind another person's house. I'm going to sprint over there, rifle in hand. Well, kind of like down at my waist, like charging position, basically. So I'm going to see him running, and I'm going to charge after him with my gun drawn. Okay. As you two do that, well, you specifically, because you started, you see a man darting out of the bushes down the alleyway. I'll give chase. Okay. Hmm. Same. (laughs) What is your U2's movement speed? Eight. Seven. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I'm 44 years old, so I lost a little bit on speed. <laughs> okay, so after you 2 give chase, eventually you end up catching up to the man. Huzzah. I'm going to tackle his ass to the ground. Okay. So roll... Fighting brawl? Yeah. 
Can I press that? Can. Nope. Okay, so I as you're my knee. as you're trying <sighs> to. <sighs> what it? Can I continue? So sorry. Anyways, as you try to tackle the man, you stumble and fall. Would it be possible to <laughs> shoot the guy in the leg without killing him? Jesus. I mean, that's the only way I know I'm going to stop him. And the worst part is, I, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. And this asshole five seconds ago was like, oh, you're not putting lead through it no damn not, innocent I'm person. I'm not trying to kill him. <laughs> I'm just trying to stop him. Worried about fingers and toes and you're putting bullets in people. That's why I said <laughs> in the leg. Roll a shot. That's a called shot, so I think that's probably yeah, going to be a hard. It's going to be a hard. So that's half the value. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like 75, half 75 is what? 35? 35? Or- no. 30, or, yeah, 37. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do math. Why you guys let me do that? <laughs> nope, I missed. That's a 40, a 55, 54 out of 37. Okay. Well, you hit him. So roll your damage. Oh my God, no. <laughs> this. Don't worry. This took an extreme <laughs> south. Alright, that is only nine points of damage. Only? I don't know. How many hit points do you think people have in Cthulhu? I've got 15, <laughs> so I'm assuming everybody else is safe. Bro, I got 13. Oh, man. That means I could put you guys in the grave real quick. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so you shot him right in the back, and he falls face forward into the gravel. Dear God, you fucking moron. What did you do? I'm gonna run over there and try to provide first aid. Okay. I I, I will provide first aid because I do have that okay, as roll a skill. for me. Are you... I got two over it. What the fuck are with these guys? <laughs> He's gonna dice. die! So... 78 out of 50. I'm, I'm okay, gonna, you run... Are you pressing? I'm gonna press it. Yeah. I just got a 99. <laughs> that is a fumble. Okay. Not hundreds were. 96 to 100. Oh, God, no. So you killed him. I fucking killed him. I could have I pressed it, but no. Mr. had to do something, too. Had to roll a 99. Okay, so, so this, is, this is how it goes down. Okay. You rush over to the man, and he's just bawling hysterically on the ground, and you flip him over. (laughs) (laughs) Hi-ya! Sorry. (laughs) Shit, my bad. You flip him over, and blood is just gushing out the front. Oh, fuck. And he looks at you and says, I... Never meant to hurt them. I never wanted to hurt them. And the light fades out of his eyes and he grows limp. Good silent. night, sweet prince. <laughs> well, found him. And that's where we'll end tonight. Son of a bitch, you need to stop doing this. No! <laughs> I was the one that shot him. Ah! Don't look at me, all right? <laughs> I tried to save him. Yeah, and you're the one that fumbled the the, the rolls, so technically it's your fault. (laughs) But either way. Well, shit. All right, that's the end of the episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high. 
And now it's time for a news bulletin. Today it was discovered that an escapee from the asylum has been sneaking around the Darcy home, talking to their twin daughters. The asylum claimed that they had already caught the escapee and assured everyone's safety. Thanks to the bravery of Mr. Montgomery, who proceeded to investigate the Darcy's home, only to discover two orderlies looking for their lost patient. After this discussion, discovery, and learning of the escapee's name, he decided to search the area for the man and catch him. His top priority is to keep the girl's safety. Unfortunately, the escapee ran and was shot in the process of trying to escape. Hopefully, the asylum has learned their lesson of lying to the community and endangering two little girls. Hi, I'm Firewriter, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games, from major characters who define the course of a game's storyline to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.